Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and no one left on the boat who isn't attracted to Dwayne Fabulosa. <laughs> um, are we sure about Bessie? Hang on. <laughs> Maybe Bessie. Oh, trust me. Have raw animal magnetism. She can't resist. <laughs> uh, I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and our crew is once again joined by the glorious Jeremy Cobb. Hello, Jeremy. Ooh, Hello, hi, everyone. Jeremy. Uh, as as David said, I'm Jeremy Cobb, guesting from uh, Three Black Halflings. It's another D and D podcast. It's it's also based in Britain. Uh, and we're also all actors. Uh, we talk about diversity in fantasy and D&D, and we give DMing tips, and we have interviews with people, and we laugh a lot. It's a great, a lot of laughing, a great deal of it's laughing. such a happy show. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and again, filled with so many tips and so many things to think about. It's, I've, I've listened to quite a lot of it. Shout out to Daryl, by the way, who's a patron. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Really Take my yeah. black dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now that's uh, something we all need to make sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now I feel like it's like, hmm. Guess the rest of you are looking at the patron list. <laughs> the hustle never stops. Suddenly Dwayne loves Enkidu. <laughs> Enkidu, take this inspiration. Oh, you're my favorite. Rally, brother. <laughs> Um, I do believe there was just an explosion. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, shall I cue the theme tune? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's cue the theme tune. Boom.
So, whilst loading the chug-along with elemental batteries, Enkidu and Gaius encountered the man of legend himself, Dwayne Fabulosa. Professing his continuing feelings for Gwendolyn and charming his way through the party, Dwayne helped them convince the local guard that Myra was on a completely different boat. So reluctantly, the party agreed to travel with Dwayne across the lake, and as the boat left the dock, their new companion watched as a stalking halfling stepped out onto the water in pursuit. The journey was tense, with Dwayne seemingly haunted by his stalker. As Juno clocked his uncomfortableness, the blue-head bard explained that he believed Gwendolyn was being pursued by a ghostly cow. <laughs> At the sound of a cowbell, the words, Why did you leave me? appeared on the deck, and as everyone gathered to investigate, another cowbell was heard in the cargo hold below. Gaius and Orin headed down first to watch as the mysterious halfling threw a crate of elemental batteries to the ground, causing an explosion to blast across the ship. And that's where we're at. So, Orin is picking himself up off of the off of the ladder, down into the hold. Gaius is sort of peering through the smoke, and you can see as the halfling is gone, this mysterious halfling, but where he's thrown the batteries down, there is a, a congealing, oozing mass of elemental energy that is growing and, like, taking humanoid form. It's, it's, uh, there's fire sort of burning through its, its core. There's smoke starting to pour out of its shoulders. Lightning worse in fact than the last one lightning seems to be dancing around this creature oh, as, it, as it grows worse and worse let's roll initiative oh, oh, is it everyone or just the two of them everybody everybody on that boat oh Ooh, my dice nice just nice, nice. Ooh. very good um can we also have a roll for bessie as well chris yes bessie did better than us I bet. No, she. Um, I'm gonna. I've got riding horse actually stats up now. It's good, good, good. Uh, in which case, Chris, I'm gonna let you have charge of Bessie during this. <laughs> okay, sure thing. I'll take that on. Right. So, twenty-five to twenty. Dirty twenty. Yep. Dirty twenty as well. Oh, whose dexterity is higher? Plus two. Plus two. Oh, uh, I don't think we've ever had that before. Fifteen. Uh, Fourteen. Ah, Orin just pips it. Uh, so Orin first, followed closely by Enkidu. 20 down to 15. 18. 17. Yeah, uh, 18 for, for Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dexterity is plus 3. Bessie got 16. I got 15. Okay, very close. Very high uh, rolls. My dexterity is also plus 3. I have a 16 uh, for dexterity. Uh, Ooh. I also have a 16. <laughs> In which case, both of you roll again, and we'll see who goes, oh, gets no. higher. Gwendolyn can go first. <laughs> After you, ever the gentleman. Really, I can't believe that's happened t- twice in this initiative. I know what's going on. Okay, yeah, we'll say Gwendolyn first. I mean, she is ahead of of, yeah. of Dwayne in the crowd. Dwayne, uh, shortly behind. Uh, did you say seventeen, Juna? Seventeen. Should I be rolling initiative for Ruana? Yes, because uh, she does have a separate initiative. Oh, cool. Done. Mm. Gaius with a sixteen. No wait. 15. Bessie with a 16. No, she has a, she has a 17, sorry. Oh, okay. So she ties with Juna? <laughs> she ties with Juna? <laughs> I presume she's reeling from it, so she'll let Juna go first. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Winthrop got a 12. Because I think both of them, Winthrop and Reggie, theoretically can join. Winthrop yeah. got a 12, and Reggie got an, uh, got an 8. Cool. Oh, amazing. We got the whole menagerie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Winthrop with a 12 here. Uh, Reggie with an 8 down here. Where did um, Rowana 
Come. Yeah, where does Rowana fit in all of this? Okay, uh, Rowana has scored an eight. Rowana fits yeah. as well. Oh, it's the same role as Reggie. <laughs> oh We're not God. even going to go there. Reggie is a bigger animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, the full list, and I actually rolled really low for the elemental as well. The full list goes like this Orin, Inkidu, Gwendolyn, Dwayne, Juna, Bessie, Gaius, Myra, Winthrop, Hallie, Reggie, Rowana, and the elemental the bottom wow. wow this could very well be the biggest fight we've had <laughs> all the extras <laughs> so top of initiative Orin you are uh-huh. down below deck there's an explosion that's just throwing you back against uh, the ladder down into the hold what are you doing <laughs> so he see he sees a sudden the, an elemental sort of rising up out of the batteries mm-hmm. so you said this one looks more lightning e yeah so it looks different to the elemental that we saw the other day yeah whereas the other one um and with myra having sort of talked you through it a little bit was made of a water elemental and a fire elemental fusing this one seems to be a whole host of different things it seems a lot less uh, oozy than the one that you saw before a lot less molten there seems much more incorporeal sort of maybe perhaps from a quick look at it you think a fire elemental maybe a lightning one also possibly just an air elemental thrown in there as well it seems to be swirling a little bit more but it is definitely growing in size okay so aware that last time um he used fire against the elemental it didn't go well um he won't be trying that one i think orin's gonna reach into his bag and pull out his dragon which has still got the force ballista head on that mm. he had in the last fight. He's uh, going to whack that out of his bag uh, just to add more creatures to your uh, fight there, <laughs> David. Because um, I felt like we needed more. Um, and <laughs> Right, that one acts on your turn, so yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And he is going to get it to uh, pretty much stay where it is, I think, just slightly in front of him. So it's slightly in between him and the elemental giving him hopefully a little bit of cover Mm -hmm. and then fire the force ballista towards the elemental thing if you may please absolutely make your attack roll okay okay 16 16 hits so that's gonna do 10 points of force damage please nice you see like yeah this little dragon head blast out just a like invisible force energy and the smoke seems to like ricochet back down the boat a little bit sort of yeah like again this one does seem less solid than the last elemental that you fought, but you can see that even just that seems to have knocked sort of, yeah, a large portion of it off that sort of Ooh. dissipates behind it. Okay, so a bit of force damage. So and then I'm just going to sort of shout up the ladders like, got a bit of a problem down here, big problem. Don't drink the milk! <laughs> <laughs> There's no milk! <laughs> He's just going to try and back up a bit, if he can, sort of towards the stern of the boat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sort of so, like, out of the way of the ladder. Yeah, out of the way of the ladder, so hopefully other people can come down. And then, seeing as Aggie's turn immediately follows Orin, can Aggie just come down the stairs, fly down the stairs, just to see what's going on, please? Absolutely. Cool. Now, that doesn't cost her much movement to get down there. Whereabouts would you like to have her, like, between you and your dragon? Or... Let's, ha- let's have her back near the back of the boat as well, please. As far back as she as can. Far back as she can sort of in a corner would be good she's tiny yeah she can probably tuck herself under the ladder actually if she yeah, prefer that would be 
lovely. Uh, yeah, so she sort of like flies down the hatch, sort of yeah. sees you, sees the thing, tucks herself around under the ladder so that she's near you, but kind of protected. Yeah, let's let's not put her in the middle of a fight. Mm. That's me done. Wonderful, it's Enkidu's turn. Sure. Um, how tall is the mast on the deck of the ship? It's about uh, 30 feet high. 30 feet high. I will turn to Myra and say, this is for your own good. Um, just stay here and I'll cast fly and grab her and uh, fly to the top of the mast and like put her up there uh, yeah you've got 60 feet of flying mm-hmm. so carrying Myra it's like almost difficult terrain that it's like because you're having to lift her up there yeah, sure. uh, it'll take you double movement so yeah like you've used basically all 60 feet just to get up to the top of the 30 foot mast fine sorry Myra watch over us from here alright well, I'm, d- I'm counting on you no, I took her a wink Okay, and she sort of like, yeah, like steps out onto onto the mast itself, holds on tight. Should I do anything to help? Um, uh, just just stay here. If there's anything you can do from a distance, that'll be helpful. But like, don't move from here. All right. Okay. All right, it's a good lass, and I'll just have to hover there, wait out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwendolyn, it's your turn. Okay, Gwendolyn is going to run down the stairs to try and find out what's going on. She knows that she's just heard Orin shouts, something's going on. On seeing this elemental again, uh, she is torn because she knows that piercing damage with her, when she had her spear before that went up in flames was not great, but she's going to try throwing a dart at it anyway and see if it has any effect. So that is... That's 17 to hit. 17 does hit, yeah. Okay, so that is... Seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. And again, like, the dart flies right the way through this creature. (gasps) There does seem to be, like, a a trail of smoke and flame as... as as the dart, like, collides with, uh, with, with the wood of the hull behind it. But how much damage it's necessarily done you're not entirely sure I don't think piercing damage works but I tried anyway mm-hmm. uh, she shouts as she runs further forward to where that kind of cargo is in front of her and maybe uses the rest of her movement to kind of climb up it a little bit but still not mm-hmm. wanting to quite get into the range of that thing just yet but just to make space for people yeah so you see ahead of you the um, the crates of elemental batteries the ones that haven't been smashed just yet are you sure you want to climb on those oh I did not know that was what was in there but I should have done because she realises that and she um you can change tack and move in a slightly different direction if you'd like she gonna move back a little bit by the other side of the ladder but not blocking it in case it, yeah like yeah yeah in between Orin and Gaius cool thanks for telling me that that's very yeah, kind that's of you very, it's a very small boat is the thing <laughs> so it's gonna get crowded pretty quickly if you head downstairs below deck you can't go downstairs on a boat <laughs> I'm not a sailor don't tell my granddad he used to work in the navy <laughs> David's backstory uh, Dwayne it's your turn Dwayne is gonna just sort of peek He's gonna like rush forward and peek and see. My word, uh, uh, Reggie! Uh, I say, Reggie Winthrop, get down there and make yourselves useful, shall we? Destroy that whatever that is, that thing. Defend Gwendolyn with your lives. Uh, and, uh, and then he's going to look down at the the creature and whisper to himself, "I don't know if that's you, Art, but whatever this form you've taken is." You were much prettier before. And cast dissonant whispers, essentially using that sentence. The the elemental has to make DC 15 wisdom saving throw. That is a total of three. <laughs> okay, well then, on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction 
uh, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Oh, interesting. So That's useful. It, it takes five, seven, eight points of psychic damage. Nice. And because of the way that spell works, no one else heard what I said. Because it says only one creature of your choice within range can hear, uh, and then it takes its reactions immediately to, to like move to the like the furthest end of the ship away from the ladders. And yeah, the way like as you're sort of like hanging over the edge, I'm picturing of like not even getting onto the ladder, just sort of like poking your head down. <laughs> yeah, the you see this uh, this creature. Of, it seems to almost roll backwards. Doesn't it? Doesn't walk. It doesn't seem to have limbs just yet. They they're forming, but it like this cloud of smoke and fire. Uh, and crackling lightning energy just rolls backwards as far as it can to the back of the ship. So you feel like whatever it is that you said to it definitely worked. Uh, have you got anything else? So I'm just going to scooch out of the way of the ladder so that other people can get down. Amazing. So, uh, Juna, it's your turn. Okay, so Juna is going to leave Rowana up on top deck and go down the stairs so that she's just sort of by, like, underneath there, see what's going on. And then, yeah, she's just going to move a little bit away from the stairs so that she's sort of not in the way. Uh-huh. Awesome. And then the first thing she's going to do is, fingers crossed, that this actually works against an elemental. She's going to cast Phantasmal Force. So we shall see if this works before I tell you what I want to do. <laughs> cool. So it has to make a save as well, right? Yes, uh, uh, wisdom saving throw, yeah. It is six altogether. Yay! It works. Not a very wise creature. <laughs> <laughs> she spins her star, her quarter staff above her head, and she casts phantasmal force so that it looks as if there are like bigger elementals trying to attack it in sort of like an arc, it, where it's sort of rolled back, sort mm. of uh, as if there's like a wall. If I'm allowed to do this, this is the first time it's actually worked. Like a wall of other bigger elementals coming down on it. Yeah, absolutely. And Phantasmal Force is entirely in its own mind, right? It is entirely in its own mind. Yeah, so that's what it sees. It sees these like much more threatening elementals of, of, of fire and even earth, like sort of forcing their way through the ship, like coming towards it. Yeah. Are you going to do any damage with that? Um, I d- like, uh, do you want these 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 beings to attack it or just like threaten it backwards? Let's try and make them attack it and see what happens sure how do I do that does it not say anything oh yeah the phantasm can deal 1d6 psychic damage to the target if it's in the phantasm's area within 5 feet of the phantasm which it is and if it is a creature that could logistically deal the damage yeah which these uh, these sort of like threatening elementals definitely could so feel free to roll damage on that cool Four damage. Four damage. No, that's good. A bit of psychic damage. Cool. Have you got anything else, Gina? That's what I'm going to do. In which case, it is Bessie's turn. Okay, so Bessie is going to... She's panicking at the moment. She's been flung against the side of the ship and is her legs are buckling under um, the impact. Um, she gets to her feet shakingly, looks around, sees us, sees the huge elemental and just decides um, that she is going to... Like she tries to rear up, but unfortunately her head hits the ceiling above, Aww. panics even more, and she is going to. I'm going to roll a d4 for which direction she suddenly bolts because she's panicking. Oh. Luckily, she rolled a four, which means that she's going to move as far backwards as she can. So she's almost like pushing her bump right into the uh, 
uh, stern of the ship so she's right crammed in at the back and she's just mm-hmm. she's still she's there and she's just going to be trotting and trying to understand what's going on and she's just looking around wildly and that's going to be her move absolutely um, it is then Gaius's turn Gaius is going to um, think okay right uh, god there's a big monster right in front of us um, okay we're on a boat uh, there's lots of water underneath um, is there any damage that's been done to the hull um, make a quick perception check good thought Okay, I rolled an 8, my perception's 4, so that means I'm going to have 12 as a final roll. Um, so yeah, you can do a quick glance around and you can see that there is a slight crack in the deck above you, but from your view vantage point, you can't quite see whether or not the explosion has damaged the like the outer hull at all. So beyond like, yeah, a, a tiny crack sort of above you, there's you can't quite tell. Great, okay, in that case then what I'm going to do is Gwen's right next to me, so I'm just going to whip out my loot play a couple of strums and then just bardically inspire her for anything that she's prepared to do. Then I'm going to step in front of Bessie mm-hmm. to the right of the boat so I'm not in any direct line of if that monster shoots anything at us mm-hmm. and then I'm going to ready my action for if it starts moving towards the group I'm going to play my flute in an attempt to move it back to where it is at the stern of the boat. Absolutely. And he's going to crouch down just for sheer like I was about to say shits and giggles, but actually just shits. He's scared. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no giggles right now. No giggling. Amazing. So, back at the top of the mast, uh, it's Myra's turn. Before, as Enkidu starts to sort of drift back down, uh, she quickly grabs his shoulder, reaches into her little bag, pulls out a small... It's, it's odd, it's almost like a like a bangle of sorts. Um, and she just grabs his wrist, like slaps it around the, the thing, twists it. It's like a sort of silvery colour with, with little wingthrup gears all around the edge. Mm. And she says, um, that'll, that'll keep you a little bit safe. For a little bit, okay? Sure, thank you. What, what does it do? Do I do, need to do anything? Uh, no, it's just, um, well, it, it'll make you harder to for the creature to hurt you. Okay. Wait, she doesn't quite know there's a creature. <laughs> it'll make it harder for anything to hit you. Right. <laughs> okay, sure. Just stay here. I'll join the others as soon as I can, yeah? Okay. It looks really cool. <laughs> for your own benefit you are under the protection of the sanctuary spell <gasps> good spell oh, nice um, so yeah for the next minute any creature that goes to attack you or cast anything harmful towards you must make a wisdom saving throw first so just hit it uh, but she sort of like, yeah, just readies herself and stays stays at the top of the mast, looking out to see what's happening on on the ship below. It is Winthrop's turn. Oh yes, Winthrop. Um, Winthrop, upon hearing the the call of his master, is going to sprint towards the towards the ladder, just straight leap down. Um, Winthrop has a full forty feet of movement. How close? From where he was, can that get him to the elemental? Ah, so uh, from he was roughly at the mast mm-hmm. above, so it's about twenty foot back to the ladder. Uh, so about twenty foot down underneath, which leaves him roughly about sort of fifteen feet away from this from this creature. Okay, he's going to yeah, he's going to stop there as I still charging forward, prepared mm-hmm. to attack this thing. I mean, like, yeah, that's pretty much all he can do. He sadly does not get any cool bonus action things. He's just yeah. uh, he's just a tiger. He just stops there. <laughs> He's just a tiger. sneak attack. He, though, I will say he's infused with some of Dwayne's same panache. So as he runs down, he goes, wow. And then one of his fangs is a little, ding. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is one good-looking cat. Amazing. Then it's Hallie's turn. And Kidu, you can see that she, whilst she is looking back to see what's happening and clearly is worried about her ship, 
she is just focusing on pushing this ship as far and as fast as she can to the point that she she starts like pulling some other bits of rope tries like edging the sail round from where she is so that it catches the wind even more but it's just focusing on on moving the ship forwards it is reggie's turn uh, reggie is gonna do the same thing he's gonna uh run across the deck hop downstairs reggie has 50 feet of movement um so he's gonna run as close to that thing as he can too um yeah so he can actually as he was a little bit further back uh the winthrop get to within 10 feet of this elemental but in his birdie way is is storming forwards he's still not quite close enough to attack but he'll have only a five foot range he's close enough to dance yes he starts he immediately starts dancing like he fans out his wings and starts dancing seductively (laughs) in front of of the elemental amazing um it's then ruana's turn ruana is going to fly up and uh sit with myra yeah so she in a goosey way flies right the way up circles myra a little bit she sort of like yeah sort of lands probably not on her because she's probably quite heavy but like sort of if there's like a like a ledge so that she can Mm. just sort of nestle up to her and let her know that she's sort of got someone there with her just chew the fat Mm. yeah lovely um, it is then the elemental's turn. Mm-hmm. Let's go. With dissonant whispers, does that mean it can't move toward you at all, Dwayne? Uh, it can now. It's not frightened. I think it just has to use its reaction to run away. But after that, it's free to do whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, in which case, um, having been like backed up and backed up. Oh, and that's the other thing. Phantasmal force. Does that continue? It continues until the creature sort of realistically realizes that it's not real. Mm-hmm. The target treats the phantasm as if it was real. The target uh, rationalises any illogical outcomes from interacting with the phantasm. For example, a target attempting to walk across a phantasmal bridge. This phantasm falls once it steps onto the bridge. Cool, so it has to use its action to to determine that it's wrong, Mm. but it's not real. Wonderful. In which case, uh, having been backed into a corner, all it's going to do... You can see it, like all of you, sort of staring it down from the other end of the boat. You can see it swell slightly, and then... Almost like a maw at the front of it just opens up and this plume of fiery breath 30 feet right the way down uh, in a column to the other end of the boat. Uh, We've lined ourselves up beautifully for that. Oh, yeah. The only only person who is out of it, um, Orin, you are just far enough back and uh, Gaius and Bessie are just far enough to the side. But Reggie, Winthrop, Orin's Dragon, Juna and Gwendolyn all have to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, That's not good. I'm sorry, just to double check. Aggie was out of the way, yeah? She's far enough yeah, back. Yeah, Aggie's, Aggie's far <laughs> enough back as well. I think I'm throwing my dice off the table. Fair. Don't fair. do that. Unless they're rolling badly, in which case do that. So Winthrop got a 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon got a 14. Reggie got an 11. Oh, oh no. Got an unnatural 21. <laughs> I got a two. I'm not oh. even. Oh no, it's a five. I'm not even going to try favoured by the gods because I. Oh no, I'm going to. I'm going to because I can't not. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so the DC was fifteen. Anybody that got below that takes twenty-eight points of fire damage. Oh. <sighs> the dragon burns up and is gone. <laughs> that is a spicy meatball. Juno is not looking good. <laughs> Reggie is fully cooked. Oh, I mean, 
he'll make a tasty dinner. He's a full on. He's a full on like cooked like chicken. Oh. At this point, he's roasted. Oh, dude. He was such a good dancer. He's dancing the dance of death now. <laughs> Everybody else, uh, if you got 15 or higher, that is 14 points of fire damage. You're still a bit toasty. It is Orin's turn. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. Well, that changes everything, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, looking around, I'm next to um, my little flying teapot. In front of me is uh, Gwen and who else is in front of me? Uh, Juna is directly in front of you. A gnarly looking Juna. A gnarly looking Juna. I got you, Juna. <laughs> and, okay, has Gwen got any weapons out currently? Um, I probably am not going to do another dart because it didn't work. So all I've got left is my fists. Okay. Swaz. Does this elemental look like it has fire in it? Yes. Yeah, partly. There seems to be um, some swirling air energy, flames coming out of it, and crackling bits of lightning sparking off of its body as well. So probably not the fire damage, Ben. So he is going to throw um, uh, some sort of little... uh, explosive device that he's made um, which is attached to some sort of little bell towards the elemental Mm -hmm. around sort of 30 feet down the other end of the boat Mm -hmm. uh, which is going to explode with a loud shatter sound hint hint it shatter in a 10 foot radius so can the creature make a constitution saving throw please DC 16 if it is a creature made of an inorganic material such as stone crystal or metal it has disadvantage on the saving throw don't know if it is Um, it's not why? No worries. Stone crystal or metal, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so it doesn't have disadvantage, but constitution, did you say? Con save, please. That is a 14 altogether. That is a fail. Nice. That will be 4d8. Cloud with little lines under it damage. What's that? Is that thunder? Yeah. Thunder damage. Thanks. Okay, 12. Uh, 18. 20 points of thunder damage, please. Oh, nice. Hefty damage. Hefty damage. Is there anyone within 10 feet of that? Um, yeah, I'd sort of aim it right at the back of the boat, if I may. Yeah. What's what's the range on the attack? Oh, 60 feet. Oh, okay. No, that's fine then. I was thinking it was 30 feet, and oh, I was like, oh, wind drop. No, but it's fine. You can, yeah, you can throw it. So almost like uh, this little bell contraption almost like passes right the way through the smoke and the flames of this creature. The only no- reason that you know that it's worked is because of this like rupturous, thunderous noise behind it. And like, it seems to be shocked forwards so that the smoke almost like starts traveling down the boat towards you all. Okay. I think he's gonna, um, he's pretty near a ladder. Um... <laughs> I think he might just sort of go, yep, uh, back in set, guys, and just <laughs> disappear up just to the top of the ladder, if we may. Absolutely. And, uh, and then just shout down, Aggie. Um, and then Aggie is just going to look around, look around, and then just fly, just sort of hover just up the ladder so she's just out of the sort of blast radius of any further incoming attacks, but hovering just around the top of the ladder, if she may. Yeah, absolutely. Like a scared little teapot. <laughs> It is then Enkidu's turn. Um, really sorry about this. Can I ask a nitpicky question? Absolutely. I cast fly. Mm-hmm. We're on a moving boat. Does that mean I would have to have spent movement to keep up with the boat because I'm no longer on the ground? <laughs> um, we'll say because you've flown up to drop Myra off at the mast, mm-hmm. you've got one hand on the mast pulling you along. Thank you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
because that would have been really awkward if like oh i fly <laughs> oh my yeah the thing about it enkidu is that you're actually 60 foot back so <laughs> great uh control water uh, no um also how far is it to the ladder uh flying down you're about 20 feet away from the ladder itself can i like it's a free action shout to Oring. Like, are you alright? Like, what? What's going on? I'm, I'm alright. Um, June is not looking good. Elemental. Elemental. Right, Mara, I'm off. Master Witten, look after Mara, and I, um, I fly over Oren and head downstairs. I mean, mm-hmm. below deck. Sorry. <laughs> Ruana kind of looks at Enkidu like, why did he call me Master? <laughs> <laughs> It's still not been addressed. I love it. <laughs> 15 episodes later. Yeah. Is that how far I can get? You've got 60 foot of fly speed, right? So if you wanted to, you could fly right the way down through the hatch, mm-hmm. right up to this creature's space if you wanted to. You are Peter Pan. Can I back up like five feet? Yeah, so you're not quite within its range. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, you're about you're about 10 feet away from it. Sure. And uh, flying's concentration, can I still cast the cantrip without losing it, or do I have to roll? Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's not, yeah, you're not going to drop concentration on fly then. Yeah, two shots of Eldritch Blast in that thing. Go for it. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a 16 and a 23. Ooh, both hits. So that's a 10 and a 14. So 24 points of force damage. Ooh, <laughs> uh, brilliant. That brings up the total damage to a wonderful 69. Mm-hmm. Nice. Whoa. Uh, nice. Felt like I had to share that number yep. with you all. That's how much damage you've done to it so far. Uh, but yeah, again, like this uh, the eldritch uh, power sort of explodes out of your hands and collides. Un- it's, it's odd. It doesn't seem to pass through this this being of smoke and flame. It, it sort of hits its form and it sort of shrinks back a little bit against against the energy. Are you doing anything else? No, not right now. Cool. In which case, it is Gwendolyn's turn. Okay, Gwendolyn sees Juna but is hoping that either Gaius or Orin are going to do something to heal her. And so she is very much thinking we just need to get rid of this elemental. So it, she knows that, that force is working better than piercing. So she's going to try and do some force and hope it doesn't hurt her too much. Um, so she's going to run up to the elemental and she is going to punch it. <gasps> Amazing. Mm. As you move into its space, oh, shit. you feel the heat and the energy coming off of it. Uh, so you instantly take... Uh, two points of fire okay. damage just in getting close to it. Right. Oh, fuck. Um, that is a, uh, a seven to hit? I'm guessing no. Seven does no, not no. hit, unfortunately. That's strange. <laughs> I'm going to use my extra attack. Question. Anybody know hmm. how many key points I can use on a turn? I'm looking through the book. I couldn't find an answer. As many as you like. I don't believe there is a limit for it. Wow. The only limit that you have is the amount of like actions, bonus actions, and so forth. Okay. You've got. So you've got bardic inspiration as well. Oh shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Okay, nice. So with my extra attack, I'm going to spend a key point mm-hmm. to try and do stunning strike. Wonderful. Nice. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration as well. So let's see if I can hit. <laughs> Um, so that would be uh, 13 to hit. That's including my bardic inspiration. 13 just hits. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that is 
five points of damage. How does stunning strike work, mm-hmm. though, if I was trying to do that? Has to make a con save. Okay, yeah. yeah. Con save. Also, at what point do your blows become magical as a monk? Uh. Six. Level six. Uh. Uh, okay. Magical blows. So close. Jeremy, have you ever played a monk before? Yeah. Actually, I played a black halfling monk that was the tit- the inspiration for the name of the show, Three Black oh. Halflings. Oh, um, can we take a moment to just pause on how hilarious magical blows are? <laughs> <laughs> My fists are magic, man. I got magic hands. <laughs> yes. It wasn't hands I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> we all know what you were thinking, Vicky. Yeah, so uh, how much damage was that altogether, sorry? Um, that was five points of damage. Nice. And then they have to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution I've got the book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they fail the constitution because they rolled a five yes. altogether. That means they're stunned. Ooh. So yeah, you. Um, how does that look? Because the blow itself doesn't seem to do too much damage, but then your inner energy seems to have affected it somehow. But, like, does that ha- does that have a visual thing? I think. Or is like, that- yeah, I think there might be just like a little bit of sparkle because Gwendolyn is like feeling the sparkle from Dwayne again and she's just like feeling this power like come through her for the first time that she's able to do this and it's almost like there's like a sparkly residue that kind of like goes like beyond her hand maybe not residue that because that sounds like plasma that's a bit gross but like it's it's like it's like her fist extends into the beast and kind of freezes it stunts it Mm, yeah Mm. And yeah, you see it like, even like the smoke coming off of it seems to like slow as it sort of tries to understand what it is that's happening to it. it like there's a bit of confusion, like the, the lightning sparks seem to calm down a little bit as it sort of takes this blow. Have you got anything else? Yeah, I'm going to then uh, use my bonus action and spend a key point to step of the wind out of there. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Because nice. it's stunned, it can't do anything to Ooh. stop you. Nice. And yeah, step of the wind, disengage, get myself as far away as I can. My full movement of 40. Um, oh, yeah. Do you want to head right back up the stairs again? or just uh, I want to be ship? next to Juna, mm-hmm. just in case there's something I can do to help. Wonderful. In which case, it is then Dwayne's turn. Oh, as a side note, since you just got this, it sounds like you just got the ability recently, I thought I should point out. Obviously, it's down to how David rules it, but according to the way it's written, you can announce that you've done a stunning strike after you've already hit. Similar to a smite if you're a paladin. This is when you hit. So you don't have to spend the key point unless you actually hit the person. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, nice. And you can do it, like, theoretically, if you were to go off with all four of your hypothetical attacks, you could try and stunning strike them all four times. And just, if it just keeps making the, yeah. That's really cool. At first I thought you meant, like, Gwendolyn can just, like, shout to everyone, I've stunned it! <laughs> no, 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 no. You could just, so you can just, like, use it after. Awesome, thank you. Oh, it's so good having a, a seasoned pro, a monk. It's so helpful, isn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, no problem. And we have you on call, Jeremy, in the future, just if we're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Send me a text and I'll just be by my phone the whole time. <laughs> okay, so, uh, upon seeing the the demise of Reggie, who, by the way, after he is fully cooked, dissipates <gasps> uh, <laughs> into just into smoke, Sorry. Uh, Dwayne is going to reach into his bag and pull out his third ball of the day and <laughs> toss it down the steps. Uh, his third fuzzy ball. And he rolls a six, which means that he gets the fuzzy ball bursts into a giant weasel. Ooh. <laughs> Big fan. And, and Dwayne shouts out, Ah, yes! Eloise! Just the thing! 
Eloise, uh, uh, Winthrop, destroy that elemental thing there. Uh, and that's, he's going to stay there. That's his full turn. That was his action and bonus action. Beautiful. Uh, this, giant, this giant weasel with incredibly long eyelashes uh, looks over you, Gwendolyn, and bats its eyes. Uh, and then turns its... Uh, I'll roll initiative for, for yeah, yeah, Eloise. Yeah. I love the idea of like looking back and you can just see like his afro like popping up from like almost like the ceiling and his eyes just pop out because his like, head's just hanging over the edge looking at us all. <laughs> yeah. Sort of one hand holding the hat on every time he docks his head down. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Eloise got a 12 for her initiative. 12, amazing. That actually puts her right next to Winthrop. Oh, excellent. Nice. It's all coming together. All coming together. Uh, have you got anything else, Dwayne? That that all I have is movement, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, though, <laughs> though I am afraid of this ghost cow, I shall not be moved. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. nice, Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> cool. In which case, it is Juna's turn. So Juna's gonna sort of stagger. There's like some crates and caskets. They look like right to the side of the ship she's gonna sort yes, of yes to your left there's, a, there's the crates that you help load so she's gonna sort of stagger so she's kind of hidden behind them mm-hmm. and then sort of uh, she's gonna sort of like slump down take a breath and then sort of like poke her staff out the side and like have a quick look and cast chromatic orb at the elemental a Juna favourite it is a Juna favourite yeah and um, because the creature is stunned you also have advantage on attack rolls against it excellent Ooh. doesn't really make much difference that is 11 11 unfortunately misses uh, she's going to take another breath and I'm going to spend a sorcery point this time to cast it again as a bonus action with quickened Ooh. spell this time it is 19. 19 hits, yeah. Brilliant. 18 force damage. Oh, 18 force yeah. damage. And she's going to hide out behind the trunks. Nice. Sort of, yeah, you sort of duck your way down. Yeah, the, the first one, trying to aim it over these these crates of batteries past just the general like supports of the ship. You just accidentally hit a, a bag of flour instead. But then the second one, you line it up just that little bit better. Uh, and this chromatic energy sort of spirals its way out of your staff uh, and collides with the creature. Nice. It is then Bessie's turn. Okay, I'm going to roll again a d4 for Bessie to decide what she's doing. Okay, so interesting enough. Um, she is panicking because one, she's in a ship, which already she's not happy about um, because she's a horse. And then two, she's obviously been having all this drama and all this fighting going on in front of her. And so I rolled a one, which means she's going to charge 10 feet forwards, which actually is going to knock Guy to the floor as she bolts forwards a little bit, still a bit shocked and appalled. So Guy has now been hit to the floor. He's prone and Bessie doesn't know what else to do. So she's just going to neigh again one last time. She's startled. One last time. One last time. One name more. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, wonderful. Then straight after it is Gaius's turn. Okay, Guy is going to look at this like weird ghost cow elemental thing that looks horrifying. Dare he say shocking? <laughs> um, and then he's going to turn towards Juna and he's going to um, just think up of a spell I put a spell on you and now you're fine and it's going to be a healing word and I'm going to roll 3d4 holy crud that is four fours I'm looking at right now no joke okay I'm looking okay so that's four eight um twelve 
plus three, so that's going to be 15 points of healing back to you, Juna. Thank you. And then just whip around one more time and look at Enkidu and just strum my guitar and then play some amazing, like, sword-fighting sort of dramatic uh, chords to inspire him. Let's get down to business. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More composition fun for you, dear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly write to Disney, shall I? Say <laughs> and I guess with half of my movement, because I did all that while on the floor on my back, I'll just get up with half my wonderful, movement. Wonderful, wonderful. Are you going to move anywhere else at all? Obviously, you've still got about 15 feet. I'll move one step forward just so I can see I'm, I'm sort of hazing around the fray. I'm, I'm just on the edge of the, of the, of the fighting zone. Cool. Uh, it is then Myra's turn, but all she's going to do is sit up on the mast like a good little girl who is doing what she is told, maybe pet Ruana a little bit. Aww. Uh, it is then Eloise and then Winthrop. Okay, Eloise is going to, like, charge forward his uh. long, lithe weasel body. Uh, and is going to take a bite out of this elemental, with, I guess with advantage. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, with advantage, though, as she does move into the elemental's uh, sort of space, uh, the heat does singe her fur a little bit. Her little eyelashes uh, start sizzling at the end. She takes seven points of fire damage. <laughs> She's nearly dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> By that, it just. <laughs> oh no! Those eyelashes are all she has! Uh, <laughs> she, she screeches and completely whiffs her attack. After the after the pay oh, from that, oh, no. uh, Winthrop, seeing his companion horribly singed, charges in there as gonna. He, is he twenty feet away? Here's my question: Is he currently twenty feet from the elemental? Uh, he he was only about uh, fifteen feet. Okay, but he's, he's got enough movement to feet. back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna back up five feet and then just charge, like charge forward and try and pounce on this thing. Winthrop, come on, uh, Winthrop. <laughs> Neither of these two animals have rolled well at all. Um, and uh, Winthrop takes four points of fire damage as he's like okay. steps into the the heat wave of this creature. That hurt, but he's 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 not still going. Yeah, he's still going. Um, he, I, uh, he didn't even beat a ten. Oh um, I think he got a ten. Uh, I don't think that's enough. Winthrop, my man, <laughs> what are we doing here? The performance was glorious. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, didn't collide with anything. Uh, Dwayne looks down and says, "Looks like you can't take the heat, I'm afraid." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Back up on deck, Hallie is just again continuing to uh, Orin and Dwayne. Sort of, you can see her like she is looking around. She's confused. There is smoke coming up out of the uh, the deck beneath her. She's panicking, uh, but she's just focusing on getting this ship to Drostad as quickly as she can. Um, that's all she can do, really. Uh, Ruana? What's Ruana doing up on the mast? She is going to uh, nuzzle back into Myra, who is petting her. Uh, and then it is the creature's turn. But it's Now, does stunned. it make another save? Yeah, so it does it. The save is just. It doesn't make another save. No, it's, it just it is until the end, the of, end your of, next of my turn. next turn, is what the book wow. says. Now I've got the book. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the book. <laughs> That's good. In which case, the only thing I need to check is whether or not the animals still take damage from staying near it. Oh, gosh. Which they do, unfortunately. <laughs> I think this is it for Eloise, folks. So they both take, they both take eight points of fire damage. Eloise, let's add a. 
is completely consumed. That's it for her. How's Winthrop looking? Winthrop is, he's seen better days, but he's hes still up currently. Oh. Yeah, tiger blood. Yeah. Mm. He, you've got the eye of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really stressful Pokemon battle. Yeah. <laughs> They're just fighting one by one. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Winthrop takes burn damage. Uh, Orin, it's your turn. Okay, um, Orin is just going to, I think he's um, um, thinking through what he's got about his person and what is actually going to be useful against this creature, most of which is fire damage and therefore probably a really terrible idea. Um, He's going to quickly pull out of his bag and just sort of jam together a few components as best he can. He can't recreate the dragon immediately, but he can kind of um, reform the little another little dragon head he's got in his bag and he's just going to hold a dragon head in his hand instead um, mechanically using a first level spell to uh, recreate his dragon technically but he's holding it and he's going to recreate it into a into a force ballista dragon head that's in his hand this time and he's going to stick his head below he's going to go sort of five ten feet down below the ladder and he's just going to point his force ballista dragon head towards the thing and fire at it, please. Absolutely. Make your attack roll. Uh, that is a non-natural 20 to hit. That hits? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be 13 points of force damage, please. 13 points of force damage, yes. Uh, with that done, is the room to sort of duck behind the barrels near Duna? Um, or... Yeah, there's a there's a little it's a bit of a squeeze uh, at the bottom of the ladder. Um, We're only little. Yeah. But yeah, the two of you are the smallest. Well, ooh. Maybe Dwayne is also yeah. competing for, for, for smallest in the in the group. It's a race to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and what a bottom. <laughs> what a bottom. Yeah, you sort of hunker down yeah. next to June. He's going to tuck himself in as much as he can out the way. Um, June is going to put her arm around him. Oh, thank you. And then Aggie's just going to sort of honk at Dwayne. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> This is a teapot that looks like a goose. <laughs> Dwayne shakes the teapot's wing. <laughs> it shakes back. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. You may have noticed that we released a lovely bit of bonus content for you all recently. The super fans have been chatting again. So, if you haven't already, do go and check out the latest instalment of Superfan Chats, where Hannah and Sam look back at the delightful Fireheart arc. The Superfans are getting caught up on the main storyline, so expect to be spoilt with another instalment very soon, from not two, but three Superfans, as the wonderful Superfan Pippa joins the gang. Now, you may remember Pippa as the awesome musician that made a rock cover of our theme tune. And talking of our theme tune, what do you think of the fabulosa hurdy-gurdy edition we have on this episode? David has, of course, made this special version in honour of our delightful guest player, Jeremy Cobb, from the brilliant podcast Three Black Halflings. 
go and check them out if you haven't already. We have a very exciting character creation episode with Jeremy that will be coming out exclusively for patrons in April. So if you're dying to get the inside scoop on Dwayne Fabulosa, check out patreon.com forward slash no small roles. Patreon is a great way to show some love for No Small Roles, as is leaving us a review on places like iTunes, sharing our stuff on social media and recommending us to your podcast-loving friends and family. Don't forget, next week is the last Sunday of the month, so that means No Small Questions with Ben and Daryl will be heading your way. But that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to that boat battle. Um, it is then Enkidu's turn. Oh, um, seeing uh, three animals die in front of me. <laughs> Just two, but one two? is getting there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. This poor tiger is on fire. Um, I honour their sacrifice by saying, brave animals to sacrifice themselves for their master who is quite far away from them. Um, I should not forget you. And I curse this monster in your name and cast Hexblade's curse on the elemental. And... <laughs> I can't touch it, so I'll shoot two shots of Eldritch Blast. That's mm-hmm. it. We, do we still have advantage? As it's still stunned? It's yep. still advantage. It's still stunned. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, okay. Hang on. I just re-rolled my attack at advantage. Oh, should we do that first? Was it a natural 20? Yeah, it was a natural 20. Ah. <gasps> okay, we'll just... We'll record a little bit now of reacting like it's a natural 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then add in that damage instead. Okay. Um, <laughs> just for fun. Sure. Okay. So, um, I'll... Uh, um, you've actually got it with advantage, Ben. Oh, good. Thanks for reminding me, David. I would never remembered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound so natural when I edit this together, guys. <laughs> so okay. conscientious. Such a conscientious group. We always remember. We, have <laughs> we always remember everything. We always remember everything. So let me just roll that at advantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what do you look at that? <laughs> What was it then? What, what was, was it? it? What was it? It's an unnatural 20 and a natural 20. Wow. Wow. I don't know if that's going to fly. <laughs> Please don't use any of that, Grace. <laughs> Sorry, I actually... Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> use, uh, use everyone's reactions. <laughs> let, me, let me try that again. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm an actor. I get paid to do this sometimes. <laughs> In the before times. <laughs> yeah, in the performance. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Cool, so that's 13 double. Double, 26 points of damage. 26 nice. Points of damage. Yes. Oh, yeah. The manning with the cannon. It <laughs> <laughs> can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Grace. Yeah. Uh, cool, in which case, where were we? Enkidu, uh, yep, you said you're going to stand back. I took two Arduch Blasts. So I rolled a natural 16 for a 22 total, and I rolled a natural 2. You should, you should, so you, should so you, you roll other... each attack yeah. twice. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so yeah, the second... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's no, it's absolutely fine. So yeah, the second attack, you roll 2 again. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so that's a 12 that time. Oh no, can I add my body inspiration? You absolutely can. Yay! <laughs> Guys, it's useful. <gasps> that's a 2, so that's a 14 altogether. 14 just makes wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So both attacks hit. Yeah. Cool. Smoothies. Use the reactions from that on my natural 20 grace, yeah? Yeah, sure. 
He just throws us the reactions for every single good thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same reactions, yeah. We actually just recorded the reactions in episode yeah. one. We've just reused them every time. <laughs> Six episodes down the line, everyone will be like, is that Jeremy Cobb's voice in there as well? <laughs> we just get him in for the reactions these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here for every recording session. <laughs> just, <laughs> just reacting. In the background. Moral support. Uh, nine points of force damage. Oh, nice. No, it's not good with two dice, two d10s. I mean, it's it's not the best, <laughs> but it's it, like it collides with this creature, and uh, it does seem to start dissipating the smoke and the flame around it. Sure. So actually, you're thinking, oh, you're not too far from quelling this elemental energy altogether. Sure. Have you got anything else? I'm going to stay where I am. It is then Gwendolyn's turn. Okay, I'm going to run up to it and I'm going to kick it really hard. Oh my god. Hopefully. Um, you run, you dart between Winthrop uh, and under the floating Enkidu, uh, sort of to get into its base. First of all, as soon as you get close enough, you take six points of fire damage. I take six points of fire damage. I've kind of like done to get under Enkidu. I, you know when the, uh, kids like do the sliding on their knees on the disco floor? Yeah. Like that's yeah. what Gwendolyn has just done to like slide <laughs> underneath Enkidu. And then she's going to swing round with her first attack to try and kick it at advantage. Yes, uh, that's good because one was a natural one, but mm. the other one was 17 plus 5. That's a uh, 22 to hit. Hits. So, yeah, so like, I'm kind of sweeping around with my leg underneath to um, kick it un- like at the bottom, and that is two points of damage. Oh, no, wait a minute, plus. Uh, I forgot to add my plus earlier because I'm a doofus. Oh, gosh, um, that reminds me, yeah. That is five points of damage. Yeah. Five points of damage. I love um, how musical that fight was just then. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing the music for you, David, don't you worry. There was lots of singing. <laughs> and can I say that I wanted that to spend a key point to have make that made that a stunning strike again? Absolutely. So it has to make a constitution saving throw, which was a natural 20. Oh, fuck oh, you, gosh. Elemental. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You're still stunned at the moment, so I'm doing my second attack. Oh, two fifteens, lovely. Um, nice. So plus five, so that's an unnatural twenty. Definitely hits. And that is oh yes, nine points of damage. And do I hit it again or do I run away? I feel like it's on the ropes. I'm going to hit it again and just take the damage. Uh, okay. Uh, final uh, eighteen to hit. 18 hits. And actually, I'm going to spend another key point to try and stun it again. Yeah, absolutely. That's an 18 constitution. Oh, bugger. Um, but that is six points of damage. Six points of damage. Nice. Um, it, I used all my movement to get there, didn't I? Yeah, but it finishes being stunned at the end of your turn, doesn't it? Yes. So can Which I means use that whatever It still move- can't take reactions, so you can back up. Yeah. How far do I can I back up? Because I've I've got forty feet of movement in the first place. Yeah, you can still back up about sort of fifteen. Cool. Altogether. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it can't swing out at you, which is great. Yay! But it is no longer stunned, which means that everybody no longer has advantage against it. It is Dwayne's turn. Sorry, DM. Um, I forgot something. Um, could you add an extra six points of damage to my turn? I forgot the hexblade's curse. You add your proficiency to the roll. Yes, for hexblade's yeah, curse. Sorry. Amazing. So this thing looks like it is slowly dissipating. It's not far from being completely quelled. But, uh, Dwayne, it's your turn. Dwayne, upon seeing this thing resisting Gwendolyn's 
uh, stunning, uh, uh, stunning attempts. I, I <laughs> shout down. Well, no matter what it thinks, I think you're stunning, dear. Um, I'm going to inspire yeah. Gwendolyn. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to look at the creature and say, I say, you are a cad, a villain, and above all, a nincompoop. <laughs> and vicious mockery. Uh, it has to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Uh, Rod a 14. Yay! Okay, it takes 2d4 damage and has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Um, that is two, three points of damage in total. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> is that psychic damage? Yes. Yeah, nice. Wonderful. Have you got uh, anything else? Any? Uh, are you moving anywhere at all? I already used my action and bonus action. I don't think I have any... I'm just going to keep peeking down. Uh, that's about it. Aggie will just peck you slightly. <laughs> oh, not here, dear. Nah. Amazing. It is then Juna's turn. Um, Juna's going to peek out by the side of Orin and cast some more chromatic orbs. Mm-hmm. So, oh, natural one. Oh, no. Ooh, now, from where you're looking, I'm going to give you a choice here. Do you want to hit the crates of elemental batteries or Enkidu? <gasps> I want to hit Enkidu. Mm. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I don't think he's taken any no. damage yet. Yeah, so it's okay. I, I can I can spare the dying. I can cure wounds. I'm fine with Enkidu. <laughs> How powerful but... is this spell? <laughs> uh, yeah, so roll the damage anyway. Okay. But as you're trying to like line it up, find a spot, just like nudge yourself slightly, you slip. And unfortunately, especially with Enkidu, it's sort of almost floating in place. Whereas before, it might have gone over his head. Uh, it just catches him in the shoulder. Uh, it was a seven, a seven, and a five plus six. Oh, 25, sorry. Oh, 25 damage. The, the, the plus six, because um, your spell attack yeah. is only for the attack, not for damage. Oh, okay. Then it's just, the, it's not the plus six. Uh, 19 points of force damage, 19. is it? It's force damage, yes. 19 points of uh, force damage colliding wow. you, almost like <laughs> knocking you to the ground with the force of it. I imagine he loses concentration, or does he have to I have off? advantage on um, oh. concentration um, checks on my own spells. So, like, Ooh. as I'm reeling from behind, like, what the fuck was that? I have to roll 2d20s. Juna just sort of shouts around the corner, I'm so sorry, Enkidu. He's gasping. No, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, constitution. So, the highest of the two was a 15 altogether. So, uh, you've got to roll uh, 10 or more than half the damage. So, 15, 16. Okay, cool. So, I'm... I kind of looped down and I still managed to stay in the air like oh my gosh what was that <laughs> there's a brief there's a brief moment you think oh and like one toe touches the floor mm. uh, but yeah no you're you're still floating can I just look over at Tuna and be like is he flying <laughs> <laughs> not sure I witnessed that the night before <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> have you got anything else Gina have you got bonus action um, I have, but I think if she's just hit Enkidu, I don't think she's going to be focusing. I think she's just going to be really fucking shaken. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. do anything else. Absolutely. Um, in which case, it is Bessie's turn. Okay, I'm going to roll again for Bessie. 
And, oh, Bessie! She's still so startled that she's going to move to the left now. So she's going to bump into Guy again and knock him over. <laughs> like, he's almost swatting him against the pillar. Um, and that's going to be her movement. And as for Guy, who I believe is next is in the initiative. Is that right, David? Uh, yes, that's right. So he's going to, um, over, looking over Bessie now, is going to be just like, oh, get, get, just get out the way. Okay. It looks at Wingthrop and goes, um, everybody wants to be this cat. Because this cat's the only cat who knows how to attack. And I'm going to imbue words, um, which is something from my college, which is going to allow you, uh, Wingthrop, to have advantage on your next attack. And I'm doing that as my bonus action, and I'm going to step around Bessie, around her back, so she might be startled, so she might kick me, I'm not sure. And I'm going to uh, strum my loot really hard, and then I'm going to cast Thunderclap at the monster. Nice. Does it make a save? It has to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution? But it's awful at that. <laughs> uh, ten altogether. Yep, it fails. So let's see if I can do this. That's five plus four. So that's nine points of damage. Thunder damage. Nice. And yes, this reverberation like through its being seems to have a, a real effect on it. You can almost see the shakes as, as this thunderous clap rolls out across the entire ship it's uh, still together though still seems to be uh, in in one or two pieces at least <laughs> it is Winthrop's turn at that point well uh, Winthrop was pretty freaked out by everything that's been going on and the burning and the missing but he was been given a new lease on life because of this and he's gonna he's got the eye of the tiger uh, yeah. he's gonna <laughs> jump in there and fully just try try and go all out against this thing um, with a bite attack. Come on, Winthrop. First roll is a natural four. Second roll is a natural six. He gets a plus five to hit. That's an 11. Unfortunately, neither oh, collide. Um, the show is called No Small Rolls, Winthrop. No small rolls. <laughs> no roll. Come on. Um, because he has tried attacking the creature whilst within its heated way, it, Winthrop does take another seven points of fire damage. Uh, Winthrop is a... Is a Toasty kitty, he's still alive. Oh, oh, he's still going. That is one resilient cat. Yeah. He's a thick tiger, man. He's a <laughs> thick tiger. He's got all of the points. Wonderful. I'm sort of skipping through, skipped Myra, skipped Hallie. What's Ruana doing? Is Ruana, Ruana just is gonna... just staying with Myra and unless, you know, there's anything coming across the sea or or Juna does anything. So she's just sort of there with Myra. Cool. In which case it is then the elemental's turn and the elemental is going to move forwards finally. It's been stuck <laughs> at the back of the ship for this entire fight. And it is going to move forwards, uh, meaning that uh, Winthrop, Enkidu, Bessie... <laughs> Gwendolyn, as it moves through all of your spaces, Orin and Juna all take. Oh, you're all right. Two points of fire damage as it rolls through. It's it's getting weak. However, uh, Juna and Orin, what it does do is move toward the crates that are directly in front of you. Here's a here's a here's a practical question. Do any of these people get opportunity attack? Oh. Oh yes, absolutely. Every single one of them. Redeem yourself, Winthrop. Redeem yourself, Winthrop. Come on, buddy. Winthrop rolled a five. A single animal has landed in town. This entire time. But they've looked great missing. So. Uh, and Kidu, if you want to make a uh, an opportunity yeah, attack. Yeah, we've wall cast those. Is it, can I shoot one beam or both of them? Eldritch Blasts. Ooh! Both! Nice. Because it's like, that's just how you cast Eldritch oh, yeah. Blast. Double barrel. Oh no. 
Um, they're both a 11. Both 11s. Uh, no, unfortunately. Bessie's going to have an opportunity attack. Come on, Bessie. Come on, Bessie. Come on, Bessie. Do it for the animals. Bessie rolled an 11, and she has a plus modifier of 5, so Ooh. she's got 16. Oh my God. <laughs> nice hits. Bessie um, carrying the team right I now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She carries everything else for them. <laughs> hey. Get her every few episodes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I've forgotten Bessie. And that was... Six plus three, that's nine points of bludgeoning damage. Yes, Bessie. Nice. Is Bessie magical? <laughs> no, but she's just. She's. <laughs> freaking out. Oh. Gwendolyn, you make an opportunity? <laughs> yeah, that was a um, nine no, total. Oh no, we all missed. What are the odds? No, Bessie did not miss. Bessie, oh yeah, Bessie. Do did not miss. say we all missed. Yeah, sorry. Right. I'll take it back. Um, and then Orin and Juno, it hasn't quite moved out of your space just yet, so you are just sort of feeling the effects Fair of it enough. getting into your face. Oh, oh, Gwen, you have Bardic Inspiration. <gasps> yeah, you're right. Good. Mm. Good spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes it to a 10. <laughs> no. no. Oh. Thanks for reminding me, though. Oh. Well, oh. We, we try. We try. <laughs> Sorry, team. Um, but what it's going to do, rather than attacking any of the people in its way, it is going to try and boost itself a little bit and slams uh, its entire body down onto the crates uh, in hopes of rejuvenating itself. Oh my god. And that is... It's an 18 to hit it all together, so I want to say... It has disadvantage. It has disadvantage. Yes. Because I insulted it. Yes. 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 Good save. Okay, 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 okay. I rolled higher. Sorry. So 18 is the disadvantage, otherwise it's a 21. (laughs) So you see this crate, the one that it sort of landed at, sort of shatter beneath it, and this creature instantly seems to swell in size. Mm. Oh no. uh, Taking up even more space. Gosh. Swirling and like just absorbing all of this like electrical and fiery energy. Like you. From Juno and Orin's perspective as well, you can almost see these, like, the cylinders just being, like, sucked up and, like, infused into the bigger creature. Can I say to Orin, I bet you wish you'd taken one of those batteries now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And thrown it in the lake. (laughs) Um, However, even as you see it swell in size, it seems to become quite thin. As even though it is taking in all of this energy, it's, it's not necessarily like regaining the, the bulk that it had beforehand. The, the, the lightning bolts and the bits of cloud and flame seem to be just that little bit disparate from each other, uh, even as it swells. It is then Orin's turn. Okay, so Orin now is in direct combat with this creature, so he's just going to reach towards it with his gloves of shocking grasp, if he may, and attempt to shock it. Oh, please do. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. That was said Wait. so gleefully. Hang on. Lightning on the lightning elemental. Hang on. <laughs> yep. Why? Uh, so, um... Why? 25 to hit. 25 hits. Great, cool, yeah. cool, cool, yeah. cool. So, um... Yep, so... Well, I regret my life choices. Um... That's 14 points of regret oh, damage. No. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, it just got bigger. Yeah. It just got bigger. Why? Okay. okay, I'm really sorry, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm really surprised you didn't walk that back, though, Ben. Good on you, at least. Yeah, no, but no, no, no. as you try to grab sort of this this thing in front of you, your shocking grasp goes off, and you can just watch as the electrical energy from your glove is just sucked into this creature, almost 
accelerating its growth. <laughs> as it like it suddenly expands even faster, filling most of the lower deck of this ship. I'm really sorry. Um, Orange is then going to back up a bit, away from it. Absolutely. Just sort of uh, ten feet towards the back of the boat, if you may, towards the stern of the boat. Yep. Uh, as you move away, nope. it is nope. going to nope. lash nope. out at it you. It won't because it's been shock and grasped. So even though oh, I've made course, it better, it can't take, reactions. It can't take a reaction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's at least, okay, saving grace. So that's something. Um... And then I'm going to just be like, okay, really terrible idea. And then I'm going to fire in my other hand. I've still got the dragon head with the force ballista. And as bonus action, I'm going to fire the force ballista towards it, please. Mm-hmm. For a natural 20. Yay! Natural 20. Yes! That's what we needed. Yes, sir. Half this balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. Okay, nice. <laughs> 16 points of force damage, please. Cool, nice. And then Orin thinks about running upstairs and then is like, no, I've made the mess. Stay here and deal with it. And he's going to stay down there. And, but he's just going to shout up at Aggie like, Aggie, don't come down here. Really don't come down here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Enkidu, as you're sort of having having like thrown an Eldritch Blast at this thing passing, you see it uh, attack the crate, suddenly expand, and you become engulfed in like heat and lightning and and you like it's you struggle to breathe in the smoke so first of all at the top of your round you take nine points of how heat damage how much oh my gosh just from being in its space uh, guys this has gone really wrong I'm really sorry I'm not looking <laughs> this good this is twice in a row I'm really sorry <laughs> I'm not I looking I think we can good. say goodbye to Bessie don't oh. say that. We're gonna say goodbye to this boat. It's gonna kill the boat. Um, no, no, we're gonna kill this boat. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. This is really bad. Um, DM, what is the difference between or anyone? Um, thunder and lightning damage. So lightning damage is like electrical mm-hmm. damage, whereas thunder is closer to um, sound waves. Sound waves. Yeah. Sure. I'm just gonna say that lightning damage is what I just did to it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Gosh, I can't. Can I see you around it to the stern from where I am? Uh, it's very hard, but you can just make out Orin and Juno toward the back of the ship. Okay, I'm going to... Is that Winthrop that's next to me? Yes. Right. I'm going to drop first, drop concentration and fly, because there's no point now, because I can't get around it. <laughs> drop to the ground, hold out my hand to Winthrop, says, we have to move from here. If you can understand me, I hope that you can trust me. Hopefully it will come with me, whatever. What are you doing? You see lightning crackle around my feet, and I'll doing? cast Thunderstep to get to the stern. That's where I can see. So I guess that's it's southeast on this on this map towards the ladders. Uh, yeah, that's what the back of the ship. That's it's only about 25 yeah, feet. Of that, I can yeah. move 90 feet, but it's a small, small boat. So hopefully Winthrop is willing, and then we can teleport towards there. I'm assuming Winthrop is sort of up for it. Otherwise, he'd be well within the the range of this creature's heat yeah you sort of blast your way across what happens with thunderstep whoever was within 10 feet of me um, has to make constitution saving throws dc save of 14 cool that includes Bessie. Bessie rolled a six oh no the creature rolled a four so that's 3d10 of thunder damage what oh Oh, man Bessie's like immune to thunder damage yeah yeah, she's made of thunder. She's Thor's thunder. She's Thor's horse. She's a thunder stallion. <laughs> She'll be riding up there with the rest of them. Uh, that's two nines for one. That is a good hit, though. That's an eight. So yeah. 18 that's plus eight wow. is 26. Oh, wow. Great damage. Mm. That's incredible. Is Bessie down? What's... 
the max hit points of the riding horse. I can tell you now that Bessie's body is flung across the boat. It's just slumped. Yeah, whichever direction the blast came from. And guys, stupidly, stood right behind Bessie. Why are we making this so much worse for ourselves? (laughs) This is a disaster. (laughs) You're sort of thrown back, guys, a little bit as you, like, almost catch Bessie's body. But, like, as soon as she collides with you, she just slumps to the ground. You can see that in a variety of ways, her bones are broken. Oh, jeez. She is down. Forever? Okay, Bessie. That's the thing. What's the... T- what's, uh, the- what's the max hit? Yeah, that's a really valid point, actually. I just looked it up. It's 13. <gasps> yeah. 13, which means she's dead, unfortunately. <gasps> she was uh, she was only on, like, two hit points, right? Yeah. And then she took damage above her maximum hit points. Yeah. Below zero. Yeah. Even at max HP, that would have insta-gibbed. Insta-gibbed. Mm. Poor Bessie. She got, she got a hit in. Oh, she, no. She got only a hit vegetarian in. killed a horse. <laughs> She did more damage than Eloise, <laughs> than Reggie, yeah. and than Winthrop combined. Oh my gosh. I chose to save Winthrop and killed Bessie in the process. <laughs> is Winthrop a real animal, or is Winthrop a... Isn't he like one that can come out of the bag every day? Uh, yeah, I mean, mechanically, yeah, he could he'll, he could just come back tomorrow. Oh no. Anyway. turns it next before it's I cry. It's still my turn. So the creature itself does take... 26 points of thunder damage though yeah yeah that's really good good. that's really good damage yeah Yeah. let's focus on that let's focus on that yeah yeah focus on the positive so like this this elemental is suddenly like blasted this sonorous sound rings out and yeah and Kidu as you look back you see as the 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 clouds of it become even thinner um like the the sparks of electricity around it like having to reach almost to like these different smoky globules what else are you doing two eldritch blasts at the elemental please do Oh, this is for Bessie. Oh, so, so, so stupid. Oh my gosh, they were terrible rolls. Um, that's an 11 and a 13. 13? 13 hits. So that's a d10. So that's a 10, 10 points of force uh, damage. Nice. Uh, yeah, and again, this theme seems to be dissipating, but it's not quite there. It is Gwendolyn's turn. Well, first up, Gwendolyn, uh, as you are stood again mm-hmm. in its space... Um, you take five points of fire damage from the heat around you. Uh, okay, um, I have seen what's just happened to Bessie. I know that guy's going to be distraught. I want to destroy this thing, so I am going to punch it really hard. Fifteen to hit? Fifteen does hit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that's five points of damage. Mm-hmm. And Reduced. I'm going again. A 24 to hit. Definitely hit. And I'm going to spend a key point to try and yeah. stun and strike it. My yeah. last key point. It rolled 16 altogether. Oh, for fuck's sake. Did you start to strip with the wound? Never mind, didn't do that. Bonus action attack. 17 to hit. Yeah. 17 hits. Yeah, and it's going to take eight points of damage. Getting really aggressive. She is letting out <laughs> all the anger and sadness in one go. Amazing. I almost imagine because it's sort of becoming thinner and like more incorporeal that you're just like punching clouds. Punch, punch, kick the clouds. <laughs> cloud after cloud. <laughs> but it seems like it does seem to be having some effect. Not much, but a little bit. Better than nothing. It is Dwayne's turn. Okay, well, 
uh, Dwayne senses that this thing may be on the ropes. Mm-hmm. He's going to uh, well, first he's gonna he's gonna whisper again. He's going to say, "I don't know what you are. I don't think you're. I don't think you're art. But whatever you are, you need to go. I simply dislike you. And my animals deserved better." Uh, I'm gonna cast second level dissonant whispers. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw. DC mm-hmm. 15. I rolled a 14. Yes. So that's 4d6 damage this time. Nice. So that's 5, 11, 17, and 20. 20 oh, yeah. points of psychic damage. And if it's still alive, it has to use its reaction to move away as far as it can from me. Uh, it's not. As you sort of whisper to it, you see like just the way it dissipates become thinner and thinner. Um, and even though, again, like, Juna, especially from your point of view, you can still see it trying to extract any last bit of energy from the crates around it. It does seem to be fading slightly. However, as it does so, it concentrates down into a small little ball of electrical energy and then just explodes again. <laughs> can everyone below deck make a dexterity saving throw, please? Why did I be noble and stay downstairs? Being half covered by the body of a dead oh my horse. Gosh. I will say, I will say, Gaius has, Gaius has advantage on this because Bessie's body is directly in the way. <laughs> That's good because I rolled a three with her dying hand. Yeah, she's saving the one she loves. <laughs> is is Bessie dead? Cold dead? Cold dead. Or is cold she on dead, zero? Buddy. She's yeah. cold she's dead. dead. She's like gone. She's, she's gone. gone. No reviving there, my friend. Soul has left that horse. Oh, I had so much hope, and now it's gone. Uh, what's everybody's deck saves? 12. 12. 15. 10. Oh, yeah. 21. Thank you, Bessie. Thank you, Bessie. Your final act. Really shouldn't have ordered that T-shirt just now. Cool. So, um, everybody apart from Gaius takes 19 points of lightning 19? energy. 19? No. Sugar. Oh my! Oh. And Gaius, you take nine. Okay. I am down. <laughs> oh my god. Orin does, looks on death's door. So does Juna. Like Orin literally. is hanging in there with a hit point. Same. <laughs> a hit point. Question, DM. Mm-hmm. Thunderstep. Can you thunderstep again? <laughs> well, I'm unconscious because I had nine hit points before this. Ooh. Ooh. Second. As soon as it dies, I regain eight hit points. So does that bring me back up? So you would have fallen unconscious, and then with it being yeah. dead, like, yeah, the Hexblade's curse returns yeah. to you and just, like, awesome. revives you. Oh, my gosh. That is a, that is a neat feat. That's oh. awesome. Amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you, you dropped unconscious, but then, like, as you're, like, on yeah. the floor, just, the like, the energy of the arms suddenly return to you. That is so cinematic. Oh, the grasp of death. But it is gone. The ship below looks ravaged. <laughs> Part of it is on fire. Like the the crack in the deck above you is even wider. But the ship is still standing. And apart from Bessie, you're all still alive. Just. Oh my god. Just. <laughs> who's who's down at the moment? I'm I'm on one hit point, so I'm, I'm looking one. very ropey. Orange's looking terrible, but I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna go around and just like sing a soft lullaby to all of, to to those people. So I'll go to Orin and I'll go to Juna, and you'll at least get back. I... Um, and also to Gwen. Oh, before you can get to Gwen, oh. Dwayne has already <laughs> sprinted down the ladder. <laughs> And is going to dramatically hold Gwendolyn in his arms. Dwayne! Uh, as he looks into her eyes and says, Gwendolyn, I'm so sorry. I never wanted you to take damage like this. 
You look so hurt. Are you all right? I, I, I could definitely do with a bit of um, reviving. Please, if you can help me. I'll give you all I have. <gasps> and I don't just mean that in terms of the spell. I'll give you all I have for the rest of my days. Oh, my. Yeah, saying that, I'm going to cast Healing Word at third level. Um, Orin and Juna, you got back seven from my Healing Word each. You regain 14. Oh. Gwendolyn. Thank you, Dwayne. David, Orin and Juna are next to each other, right? Yeah, like this is out of combat now, so you can like you can quite easily move over to where Orin is. Cool, I'm going to move over to Orin and just sort of put my hands on his shoulders and cast Cure Wounds at second level. While Juna's doing that, I'll pull out the vial of bees <laughs> and put them on Juna. <laughs> and cast Cure Wounds on Juna. I'm going to cast them at first level, but I might do it twice. <laughs> um, you've got 15 more hit points. You're a superstar. Um, oh, goodness. Right, hang on. You've only got seven hit points back. Sorry. <laughs> That was a terrible roll. That's okay, that's enough to not be like... Did you say say 15? 15, yeah. Okay, you get seven back. But then I'm going to say to everyone... uh, 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 um, uh, uh, Gather around, gather around, everyone, everyone, gather around. I crawl over to Orin as I'm like burnt and battered from chromatic orbs. Are you looking really bad, Enkidu? Eight hit points. Let's see where Orin's got. (laughs) Okay. So he's going to reach, fiddle around in his bag, not feeling great, but feeling a bit stronger than he was. And he's going to pull out uh, third and final dragon head uh, with the protective element on it and give everyone, this is just temporary hit points, but he's going to give everyone 12 temporary hit points. That's great. Who's within, who's within 10 foot. So I assume everyone can get within 10 foot of him. (laughs) David, is the captain still upstairs? Oh yeah. Um, And as some of you start poking your heads above deck, she does turn and she's like, um, what the fuck are you doing to my shit? <laughs> what is happening? Are we safe now? We're safe now. Uh, there's damage to the ship, unfortunately. Elemental. Yeah, I know it's that. Yeah. I know it's the damage to the ship, actually. Okay. I, I don't know how it happened. Elemental had borne itself and then started attacking. We took care of it, well, but. Which of you touched the crates? None of us. None of us touched the crates. No. Did anybody see anybody who did? No, I didn't. No. Um, There was this, like, halfling downstairs when me and Oren came down. And he he was just there and he he pulled the, the, the things from their casings and then they smashed and made that monster downstairs. Yeah. Who was that guy? Blonde halfling. Blue eyes. Uh... Uh, upon hearing this, Dwayne is going to turn to Gwendolyn and say, Gwendolyn, dear, I, I'd just like to apologize again. I, I never wished for you to, to be hurt in any of this. Look, I think whatever happened down there, it, it may be in some way tied to, uh, to me. Uh, not that intentionally i would have done anything but look the bottom line is we we need to get to shore as quickly as possible and, and i'm very sorry for having inv- involved any of you in, in what's what's been going on uh it, it's not like i said it, it's not my choice it's just it's just something that happens uh duane i think it's time you told us the truth who was that person and why are they trying to track you down he didn't look like an undead cow <laughs> and why did you leave it i understand that you want to keep some things in your past, to yourself. But I suggest that you tell us with all honesty as I cast a gesture on you. Oh! Uh, 
I guess I. What's the DC to resist this? DC. Um. So it's because I. While he's been saying all this, I've just been like twiddling with the ring that I got. DC is a wisdom saving throw against my DC of fourteen. Okay. That is a uh, a natural nine. Oh. And I do not get enough of a plus. I do not get enough of a plus to beat a 14. So you said, what What was it that you, you asked specifically? Um, I think it was just something like, tell us with all honesty what has happened and who that was. I think Dwayne, you could see Dwayne like visibly trying to resist that uh, before like he's like, ah! and like you see that his eyes, all of the effort like just kind of goes up to as his eyes fill with tears. And he, he says... Um, I'm not originally from here. I'm, I'm actually from far up north, as you may have guessed already, as I'm a halfling. Uh, my dear Gwendolyn, I must confess to you, you were not the first spouse I ever had. I, I used to be married once before. Well, not once before, but in this particular case, the only relevant particular relationship was my first. It was with that halfling down there, Art... Art Vandalay. He died tragically as we were fleeing elven raiders. I tried to slow them down with my breath and I caught him and he was killed and ever since he keeps following me and every time I try to find happiness with someone new he reappears and he won't leave me alone and he's been chasing me this entire time and, and he might be on this ship right now and I'm so sorry and I fully falls over and starts sobbing, having basically revealed all relevant information. (laughs) Gwendolyn wraps him up in her arms and she just hugs him whilst he sobs. That I was not expecting. Oh, Aggie. Aggie will just go in for a little nuzzle. I think Juna's going in for a bit of a, like, tentative shit man hug. Wow. Guy's just gonna be like, okay, and go below deck. Um, Kidu's gonna spot him doing that and just trot along after him. Gwendolyn just is aware of what's going on and wants to go comfort Guy but also is comforting Dwayne because this is also like there's just so much pain everywhere right now and she's not quite sure what to do so she just keeps holding him. Dwayne looking through his tears does Dwayne see any sign of art nearby? Make a perception check. That is... I think a 22. 22. Um, not on the boat, no. But as Dwayne is being held in Gwendolyn's arms, you can just see that same figure right on the horizon, walking slowly towards him. Dwayne is going to look up at Gwendolyn uh, and say, Gwendolyn, I was being honest when I said I loved you. I never wanted to leave, but I never wanted you to be in danger from art and... I'm, I'm afraid that if I stay with you any longer, he'll just keep coming. I, I, I'm sorry. Look, if, if ever we meet again, then please think better of me. And Dwayne is going to turn, run, and jump off of the boat. What? And as he di- Dwayne disappears from view, you guys hear a sound like a crack of lightning. Just like a... And a flash of light... And you see something fly speeding off into the distance, uh, heading north. Gwendolyn runs to the side of the ship and shouts out, Dwayne! 
but knows that he's far beyond her, and she just sobs. Myra, on top of the <laughs> mask, just goes, Can I calm down now? <laughs> and that's where we're in tonight's episode. Oh my oh god. My god. Oh my god. That was heavy. <laughs> In all good ways. All good yeah, ways, yeah. Guys. Epic, guys. Oh my god, Dwayne! That was sick. That was oh, sick, man. yeah. I was not expecting that no, reveal, no man. No way. Wow. Roller coaster character. Yeah. What a use of suggestion. Mm. I was like, oh, so none of the backstory is going to come out. Oh, lovely. <laughs> like, have him back. No, brilliant. Wow. We'll still have him back at some point. We'll find yeah, a way. Yeah. That is sick. <laughs> A reminder, sorry, uh, Jeremy, when we are um, yeah, we're still missing you for all the time that you're not going to be on this show, where can we hear and listen to you? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Chris. Uh, I <laughs> normally appear on the podcast Three Black Halflings. Uh, you can find us wherever casts are potted. Uh, and um, we also have a Twitter, an Instagram, and a Facebook at TB Halflings. Uh, and if you like what you, if you check us out and you like what you hear, uh, and you feel like tossing some coin our way, we also have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash TB Halflings. Feel free to support us. We also uh, stream every, I just forgot, I forgot to mention this. We stream, live stream every other Wednesday on uh, Twitch. Twitch.com slash TB Halflings. We have an ongoing campaign in Wagadu, uh, which is an Africa-inspired setting that has recently came out and it's just been announced that it's the official actual play podcast of Wagadu. So everything that happens in the show is officially canon to the Wagadu series. Would that be breaking news were it not for the fact we're recording two months ahead of schedule? (laughs) Um, No, it got announced (laughs) on December 23rd of last year. So close to breaking news by just three months. (laughs) (laughs) So close. Massive, massive thank yeah. you. For yeah, thank you. Thank you all so much for having me. This has been a blast, man. This is so cool. I oh, love this. Yeah. Well, well, we'll have to have yep. you back. Yeah. That is yeah. the only option. Dwayne must return in into the sunset. You must. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne will return in. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn Vicky Gaskin as Juna and special guest Jeremy Cobb as Dwayne Fabulosa Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles Anon for now Anon. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.